Welcome, everyone. Uh, continued rain. So, again, for anyone who I haven't met, my name is Donald Rothberg, and our format typically is that we have about uh, 40 minutes of practice, uh, silent practice, then about five minutes, five or six minutes of a group practice that we do, and then have a little bit of a break, and then come back for a talk and discussion. So, We'll start, let me just uh, ask, is there anyone here who is new to mindfulness practice such that you could use some basic instructions or a little bit rusty? You can raise your hand, anyone? Okay. So I'll give some basic mindfulness practice and then I'm also gonna be offering probably in the, the, oh, the last two thirds of the sitting uh, a guided practice related to theme that we're looking at uh, later today, which is um, the experience of time and timelessness. So I'll give a guided practices with that. But first, the initial practices uh, to be stated quite simply um, have to do with first uh, developing some stability of mind uh, less distraction. And so we, uh, for that intention, we typically focus on some area of experience that we can access easily and that is relatively neutral emotionally. Very commonly, people focus on the breath, uh, where the breath is easiest to follow. Could be the belly, sometimes even keeping the hand on the belly to uh, help us just to be aware of the sensations of breathing. We don't control the breath. We don't help the breath along as much as we can. We let the breath be natural. And then we attend to the sensations. Whenever the mind wanders, we simply go back to being aware of the sensations of breathing. We can be aware of the breath at the area of the belly, in the area of the chest, the lungs expanding, contracting, the area of the nostrils, the breath coming in, going out, sometimes around the tip of the nostrils. Some people are aware of the breath in the whole body. And so that is one uh, major option. For some people, the breath is not emotionally neutral. If there's a history of asthma or some other reasons why the breath isn't emotionally neutral, which is this for some people, then the... uh, wise way to focus would be on something else. So we might focus on the, uh, just the hands touching together or the contact with the chair or cushion, sometimes just with sound. And we have the same uh, strategy there. We focus on the sensations, hands or the, uh, the sounds themselves, Whenever the mind wanders, we just come back. That's the uh, technique for this first way of practicing. And if you're more distracted, it can be helpful sometimes to give a very quiet label in, out, in, and out. And if you stay with those labels, sometimes you'll get a very immediate feedback when you're not paying attention because the label and the reality will not match up. 
And so you get very quick feedback. Okay. So that's our basic way to develop more stability of mind, attend to a focus area, come back when your mind wanders. That's it. Um, the second way of practicing is when there's some degree of stability, we stay with the focus area, but then if something else becomes predominant, and this isn't really what we do when we're quite distracted. When we're quite distracted, we just stay with the focus area and coming back. But if we have some degree of stability, we'd be with the focus area, let's say the breath, I'm with the breath, and then I notice a planning thought. What should I do for lunch? Oh, I'll and we notice that, and we can make the mental label planning. And typically, the planning thoughts go away. We go back to the breath. Okay. Or we might have uh, sensations in the, the, the knee, let's say, or sensations somewhere. They take my attention away. We stay with that, uh, those sensations as long as they're predominant. And we can even make a mental label sensations. And we might notice, just stay with it in the present moment. And we, if our mind wanders, we come back to the sensations. And we can stay and just notice it. Notice if the mind is liking the sensations, not liking them, and so forth. Similarly, if there's some memory of something, something happened yesterday, I'm irritated about it, I start thinking about it, I notice some irritation, frustration, and then I could make that the focus and just say, okay, let me feel what irritation is like in the body. Let me feel the emotional energy. Notice the thoughts. So we stay with what's predominant until it's no longer predominant or we're not sure what's predominant. Then we go back to the main focus area. So in this way, we really examine uh, so many different areas of experience. And the aim is basically to just look carefully without trying to manipulate experience. And we notice over time a lot of the habits of the mind, the tendencies of the mind. And over time we can see which are helpful, which are not helpful. And that's, that's, what we, that's the reason. So ultimately the mindfulness practice is connected with wisdom and skillful action. That's the, that's the whole reason we do this. It's a training, and then we apply it to daily life, and we can increasingly bring the mindfulness into daily life as well. Although this, we need these quiet training periods generally to uh, get better at the core capacities. So that's, that's it. Okay. So we'll practice now, and then I'll come back in a little while with uh, instructions for guided practice for exploring the nature of time a little more fully.
So as we continue to sit quietly, I'd like to invite you to continue with your practice and see if you can just stay with whatever is occurring in the present moment. Be as much as possible with the present moment and notice if you go to the future or the past, if that occurs, just notice what that's like. Sometimes it will involve thinking, rehearsing or planning in relation to the future. Sometimes it will bring in remembering. Sometimes one thought will lead to another. One remembering will lead to emotions or other memories and so forth. See if you can Stay with the area of focus. Be in the present moment as much as possible. And then from the vantage point of being in the present moment, study what the experience of the past or future, study what those experiences are like when they occur. And they may not occur that much of the time, but if they do occur, have your radar, as it were, out to notice them. So it's just staying with the ordinary practice, noticing when the mind goes to future or to past.
So a second way to explore time in our meditative practice is to look into how things are changing. We talk about this as looking into impermanence, how how in all of our senses uh, experience will arise, stay for a while, change, and pass away. And so we can explore this in our practice in a very simple way. First, by focusing on uh, one sense at a time. And then gradually we can look to all the different experiences that we might be having. So we'll work in a very simple way. I'll first work with sound, create some sounds first by the bell. And the invitation is to notice the arising of sound, how it stays, how it changes, and then eventually uh, passes away, particular phenomenon of sound. And then we'll move to the two other senses. But first, uh, sound. Just listen for the arising, and you can stay with the sensations, but also make a mental note of arising, staying and changing, and then passing away. Staying at the level of sound and listening.
And now in a similar way, being aware of the sensations in the body. Noticing whatever is predominant, you may want to focus on one area, maybe the hands touching or the connection with the chair or cushion. Just notice how there's a continual experience of sensation in the body. Something arising, staying, changing, passing away. The hands are touching and maybe a continual flow of sensation. You can notice how there are changes. And now a third exploration, this time of thoughts. Just stay in the present moment and as it were, sit back and notice if a thought comes. Be on the lookout for a thought coming, arising, maybe just staying for a little while, passing away, or sometimes it might come and lead to a further thought and it might proliferate. See if you can just bring your mindfulness. We'll just do this for about two minutes just to notice any thoughts that come. How they arise, stay, sometimes proliferate, pass away.
Now we'll go back just to being in the present moment as much as possible, being present with whatever is occurring, returning to the focus area when we're distracted. Let your intention be to, as much as possible, stay in what we call the present moment.
And as we continue to sit quietly, we'll, we'll move into the group practice that we typically do for the last part uh, of the initial session after the silent practice. There's an invitation for those interested to, on the one hand, uh, speak about a person or a situation, part of the world where there's a need for care, where there's some concern. Or on the other hand, a person, situation, part of the world where there could be reason for gratitude or uh, celebration. In both cases, the person could be oneself. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.